This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. bringing their problems to me for as long as I can remember. I have one of those faces that just says, tell me what's going on. And now I have one of those podcasts that says, go ahead, tell me what's going on. Welcome to Mess in Progress. Hey guys, and welcome to Mess in Progress with myself, Gina Brion, and my lovely co-host slash everything woman, Miss Catherine G. Mendoza. Catherine, say hi to the people. Hello, people. <laughs> Yo, this mic smells like breath. You have been the only person talking in it for the past yes. hour. So. For the past hour. But yes. what about all the other breaths that was on it today? <laughs> all the other breaths. Breaths. <laughs> I like how you, you, I like how you <laughs> pluralized it, 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 it. Pluralized it, 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 it. You know yes. what it is? I've been watching so much John Lake Wasamo lately because I remember you suggested that I watch Sexaholic. I love so Sexaholic. So I've been watching because um, my favorite was Freak. My favorite That's a great one. one it's too. a great I mean, all of them one. are great. But you were like, rewatch Sexaholic because I had watched Sexaholic before and um, I do remember watching it and liking the fact that it was more stand up. Mm -hmm. But um, one of his friends that, you know, I forget the name of the funny character that always has the stutter. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. Because it was Xerox. Yeah. And I forget the other name, but like there was one of the characters. They're in almost all the specials. Yeah, yeah. He talks about his friends and that's now I've been adding D's to everything. Like you pluralized it. Yeah. My favorite is his um homosexual deaf mute uncle yes oh yes it's, it's great it's great it's, it's great it reminds me of um so my favorite favorite stand-up special of all times hands down still makes me laugh to this day is mm. george lopez why are you crying that's I, a great one i can watch it at any point and just start laughing yeah like i put it on all the time i even put it on for my husband who's a white boy from <laughs> indianapolis and he still was laughing at a lot of the stuff that he was saying because he's like oh my god i can relate to this too mm-hmm. It's such a great special. And that uncle reminds me yeah. of when George would talk about his grandmother and when he would like put the oxygen tank yeah. thing. Like, oh my God, <laughs> it made me laugh so hard. Shout out to George Lopez. Uh, and John Lake Wazamo. And John Lake Wazamo. But I, gave, I also gave him a shout out on uh, one of our other podcasts. Yeah. Um, he will get forever get shout outs. Yeah. You know, Puerto Ricans got to get them a shout out. He also man. Colombian though. Look, okay, we don't talk about I mean, the I'm Colombian, Colombian side. I'm uh, just saying. Know. Colombians, shout out Sud-America. to you too, but I'm repping, I'm repping the Puerto Rican side right I now. Give some love to Sudamerica. Sudamerica. You just gave them the love. You shout out. Oh, is that my job? That's your job. You gotta, you gotta do the shout outs for that. I didn't know. (laughs) That's your responsibility. I know. All the countries I forget about because I'm constantly bigging up Puerto Rico. You gotta, you gotta call them out. So all of them is on my back. All of them, except for Puerto Rico and Mexico. That's that's all me. But you know, that's really hard because like you could tell. Because people go for the 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 easies, you know, the Dominican Republic, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Cuba. Yeah. People don't think of like Paraguay. Paraguay. Nobody thinks of no, like. No, of course. Right. There's too many. Panama. It's like naming cousins. Yeah. I'm gonna forget. Oh, you're gonna definitely gonna forget. Yeah. And, and if if Catherine ever forgets, feel free to let us know if we forgot any countries. Oh that we yeah. Need to shout I'm out. gonna. F- I already forgot. I said three, and I'm like, that's it. That's enough for today. That's it. Next episode, another lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Next I'll, I'll break three more out yeah because you're gonna have to do your research yourself <laughs> i so really am though. we'll have to have a different segment of the show yeah. <laughs> called Catherine shouts out countries latino countries <laughs> <laughs> Just so, and everybody be, uh, how many people would be like that's a latino country that is. <gasps> it's in latin america I'm like oh i didn't realize latin america was so big right you didn't most people don't do you have a country in uh that's that is encompassed in that Latin America group that you've always wanted to visit. All of them. All of them. Literally, all of them. I mean, in Latin America. Yeah. Yeah. There's. I there's mean, not one that one spoke that, out like that stood out more that you're like, yo, I, I totally want to go there. Peru. I, that's actually interesting because yeah. I, I would I would be interested in going there too. I've been to Nicaragua. I've been to Honduras, and I've been to. Uh, Mexico. Mexico several times. Yeah. Several times. Because Mexicans are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mexicans. <laughs> so yeah. like, but I I would get down with Peru. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds fun. I want to see a llama. I want to see a llama. I call them a llama. Because <laughs> it's tattoo. It's tattoo else. It's a llama. <laughs> it's not a llama. It's a llama. <laughs> <laughs> ¿Cómo se llama llama? ¿Cómo se llama? Llama. 
That's a conversation between we are two yamas. Ridiculous today. I just want you to know. <laughs> we, I just get get ready because it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. I am sleep deprived. Yeah. I am so sleep deprived. Yeah. Here's how sleep deprived I am. I don't even care anymore about sleep. Like last night, I knew I wasn't gonna get sleep, and I went, oh, "Well, there we go. I'm not gonna get sleep." Aww. I was just, I just accepted it because it's been so hectic rather than get upset about it and be like i'm not gonna sleep but like kick my feet up and get angry and be cranky in the morning i'm just like all right i'm not i'm not gonna sleep you're gonna sleep today i'm gonna drink a lot of coffee tomorrow <laughs> and that's exactly what i did i drank so much coffee today Jesus. like i am ridiculously hyped on and i can't wait for the crash because i am going I to sleep oh yeah you know what i mean when you have that coffee crash that or that sleep. oh that that's that good good yeah. <laughs> that's that good, you know good what's sleep. the only thing that relates to that crash in my opinion, what? um, you know the water park or beach crash? Yes. When you spend a whole day at the oh. beach or the water park, and then you get home. And that you're you done. take a shower, and you're done. And you're you lucky. You feel your sunburn. Yeah, yeah you <laughs> put some done. aloe. Yeah. Right, right on your, because I get, okay, yeah. I get sunburn always on my nose and my cheeks, like yeah. right on my face right there. Oh, yeah, the pink, the yes, pink tea. the pink yeah. tea yes. right there on my face and then on my shoulders. Right. Always. Yeah, you want to know because there's the tea for tonta. For tonta. Because you should have put on sunblock. You should have, but <laughs> you don't listen. Matt, do you know what tonta is? Tonta. I'm assuming idiot or something. Hey! Yeah. And the crowd goes wild. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> As Matt takes his bow and almost loses his, he loses his headphones. Yes. <laughs> At least I feel like I'm not the only one that's fumbling. <laughs> there was no video. You didn't have to tell the other people. <laughs> I needed it to she be known. She wanted it to be known. I yeah. needed it to be known that I'm not the only one fumbling over things today. <laughs> I have been fumbling over my words a whole day today. And it always makes me giggle, but I also feel like I look really stupid when I fumble over uh, words. Well, I mean, that's kind of like the associated. Yeah, because you're like, yeah. never mind. <laughs> I'm going to give up on words today. <laughs> I am done with words. I have a question. Yes. I am wearing currently the oldest bra in existence on earth i'm pretty sure <laughs> i don't i might How be long exaggerating have you had it? for 487 years i for, have, oh my god <laughs> i am slightly exaggerating today guys seven years <laughs> no i've okay so this was like this was like my so my ex's mom used to always say um año uno when i would ask her where she got something she'd be like is that año uno like año it was that, that's uno. how old it is it's from that's the first year, year one year one, one of uno. the world's creation now is, that's how long ago this bra right. was made for anybody that doesn't speak spanish yes. you know you knew the word uno yes we we know you because we played uno everybody know uno <laughs> yes but año Año. That's right. So Catherine how old picks is up that? on all that. Yeah. It's, it's de año uno. I, I bought, this was my first ever Victoria's Secret bra. Now, ever. 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 Er, er, girl. Because, girl, I was Target. I was Kmart. But, I was, like, even as a, like, girl, yes. early 20s? Yes, girl. Oh, my God. I my had first no Vicky respect. in, like, hi, wow. junior high school? She said high Vicky. Vicky. I got yeah. my first Vicky. Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. In high school, you was yeah. balling. You was Vicky balling. Nah, my mom was um semi annual sale balling. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And okay. I had a. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you clarified because that'd be like twenty five dollars for yes. like five. No, bras. that's when you go into a Victoria's Secret. Matt, have you ever seen a semi annual sale at Victoria's Secret? I can't say I've kept my eyes open for it, dude. <laughs> it is the. It is like you know when you see those movies about like toys around Christmas time. It is that. Because you could tell how many girls go in there and like it's war. Yeah, it's war because that bin says five ninety nine, and you got all the really expensive styles. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. You could see girls will fight. They will fight over I've, fashion. I've definitely stuff. done it. I love how aggressive the Victoria's Secret women are, though. When the oh, yeah. second you walk in their store, like, can I help you? I'm like, I don't even know what I want. <laughs> like every time I walk in, <laughs> I have no idea. Please point me in the direction of oh, the underwear. No. My thing is, they always ask the same thing. Do you know your size? Really? Really? I mean, no, I don't. But like, mind your business, first <laughs> mind off. Mind your business. If I wanted to know my size and I didn't, I will come to you. Well, here's the thing. What's my size? Perfect. perfect. Okay? Goodbye. Everything. My size is, I'm a perfect. <laughs> Do you have a size perfect? Do you have a size angel blessing this earth with her existence? You know, there is an angel line. I know. There is an angel Angel line. perfect. It was made for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, I had an interesting conversation with a friend the other day about bras. So Matt, you're a dude, and he was a dude. <laughs> we talked about this, and he didn't realize that girl. I mean, unless you ballin', yeah, most girls don't own 
a lot of bras that like they wear all the time. So for instance, even if you own 20 bras, you might wear four of those on repeat. Okay. Might. Now here's why. Because bras are expensive. He didn't know bras were expensive. Like really, not Target. Mm-hmm. Like a Victoria's Secret bra, especially if your boobs are bigger, it's expensive. Did you know that girls like only have a certain amount? First of all, you're saying that different sizes cost more? Yeah. Like it, Yeah. For the most like I'm so used to like, if clothing has more more material, it doesn't necessarily cost more. If it got more titty, it costs more. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's basically it's like it. you gotta pay for those things. <laughs> right, but did you what when you've had girlfriends, did you see her or was it then when you realized that girls we reuse bras until like the the wheels fall off? I or did you have girlfriends that ev- always had different new bras? Like she had a whole drawer full of bras. I mean, I've only been in one relationship, and I don't recall the... Uh, that, don't that, that wasn't something I, fo- I focused on, really. <laughs> really? Really. Wow, you didn't even know her bras. Oh, no. Yeah, I had exes who would be like... You were 36 C, right? All right, yeah. I got you, boo. No, but they knew what bra. Like, I've, oh, yeah. I had an ex who would see a shirt, and I'll be like, oh, I bought this shirt. That bra would look good with that one. Yeah. Like, he knew my bras. Yeah. And then he would be like, it's going to look good with that because of the color and the way that it fits you. And you're like, Jesus wow. Christ. He knew my bras. But that's not, I have a ton of bras. Yeah. But I have occasion bras. I have like the fancy exactly. ones with the bows. You got I your have, um, strapless bra. Yeah. You got the padded bra for yeah. when you need a little bit more support but you got your coverage. Week, your everyday bras. Yes. Yes. You have your bras that, uh, but not every girl, it's not like every girl has like bras for every day of the year. Mm-hmm. I think. For some reason, there's this misconception that women have like 365,000 bras just yes. so that we can like wear them all the time. I will say this. I have more sports bras than I have regular bras. Yeah. I have so many sports bras. It is absolutely insane. Yeah. I mean, I, I get yeah. that. Uh, because you you need them. And sometimes sports bras, they lose their elasticity. Yeah. So you got to get rid of them. These are the excuses I give myself for buying more sports bras everywhere I go. <laughs> I clearly have a workout clothes buying problem. Not workout problem. <laughs> I have a workout clothes, clothes buying, buying problem. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, that is, there, there's no issue there. Uh, I should probably uh, get into the See, gym as much as I For me, can. I have a whole bunch of sports bras. But maybe this is my problem. I buy bras or I used to buy bras because I thought they were pretty. Not because they actually did what they're supposed to do. Yeah, not because they gave support or right. whatever. Like yeah. it, it hasn't been until about this year that I only invest in full comfort. I don't give. I don't care if it's the prettiest you've ever seen, right? And some of them are really pretty. Yeah. But there was a point where I had a ton of bras just because they were cute, but I didn't like how they fit just to go to like work. Yeah. Or back then it was. Like Is school. Victoria's Secret the only place you'll get your bras at? No, I and mean, have you the, ever bought anything else there? Like, have you ever bought any lingerie from Victoria's Secret? I don't lingerie. Is that weird? I had one piece of lingerie my entire life. I bought this one piece and I tr- I tried it on. It was literally what it, what it looked like was a bunch of strings. That's all it looked but like. Girl, you saw that. I saw it and it was like strings and mesh. And I was like, sure, this will be sexy. And I put it on and I looked like a sausage. She looks like, look she looked like, like a giant, tightly wrapped sausage. Girl, you look like you were laying in a maca in it a hammock. It was so bad. <laughs> you ever seen under no, a hammock? There was, there was longhas. There was, <laughs> this was, it was all sausage rolls. It was all different longha sides. It was like, you want some spicy Italian? That's right here. That's this longha right here. Oh like, my God. It was so, first of all, it was because it was all string. So I couldn't even figure out. It was like a puzzle how to get it on. That's so funny. It was insanely ridiculous. And I wore it one time and then burned it. You did, you? I got it. I got rid of it immediately. No. I hated it. I'm too awkward for lingerie. You have to have this version of like super sex. I always think of, what's that movie with um Arnold Schwarzenegger and... um, um Oh, yes, where she was... Don't tap. Sorry, what's her name? Well, I love uh, and your Jamie nails, Lee so. Curtis. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. Where she stripped. When she did the strip. What's the name of the movie? True Lies. True Yay! Lies. Matt True for the win. True Lies. Yo, she set the bar yes. for how you're supposed to strip come for in your and, man. Yes. Yes. She didn't even know that was her man until he was like. And the only part I can personally relate to was when she busted her ass. Yeah. <laughs> like, she fell. The awkward part, that is me. That's the whole day. Like, that would be me. I'd walk in. <laughs> Fall, done. <laughs> Fall and then crawl out. Like, I wouldn't even get up. I would just right. crawl out. Like, you know what? I'm just going to take yeah. this party elsewhere. I'm leaving because <laughs> no. I'm mortified. Uh-uh. 
I'm mortified, but you knew what you got you got into. You knew me, so I'm gonna crawl towards the bed. I'm gonna be you like, you put me in a slingshot and a napkin, and now you're wondering why I'm tripping. Are you insane? I have never met a dude, never, never met a dude that was like, I love lingerie. I've oh. never met a dude that cared. So why do we wear lingerie? Every dude I've ever had this conversation with is always like, yeah, I don't get the point of lingerie. Like, I mean, it just it's it's sexy, but it's going to come off at some point. So why would you spend a ton of money on something you're going to spend three seconds wearing? Yeah. Like, I, it doesn't make any sense. Matt? Are you a lingerie guy? I mean, you're kind of right. It's like, it, it, I don't object to it. It's just... It, I guess it kind of feels like, oh, I'm. It's a rich person thing to do. So I'll like, yeah, that like, does make sense. Like, yeah. if you, like you want to show off, you have lingerie money, and it, Ooh. Like, that's a good point. People want to show off that they have lingerie money. It's true. Because if I'm wearing a sexy little number from like Fredericks of Hollywood, how do I know that name? Yeah. You ask. <laughs> well, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, now, no, I wouldn't. That's never. where that's her maca expensive. came from. That's exactly. That's exactly <laughs> where my string cheese uh, lingerie came from. <laughs> It was awful. It was awful, you guys. I would never, ever, <laughs> ever, ever wear that again. I felt like such a gordy flona. Um, that's that's a, a heavy big, on the flona. Heavy, heavy on the flona. <laughs> heavy on the lazy bigness of how much I hated my look, which <laughs> all comes down to the fact that I will never stop eating cookies. You will never cookies? get me to stop eating sweets. I will not. I will get. I've given up meat. I'm not eating meat anymore. Damn. But I. And here's the thing. And. and I don't know if you're like this. I am not emotionally connected to food. Like, are you an emotional eater? Define that. Like, when you get sad or depressed, do you overeat? Will you eat, a, like, a pint of ice cream? Will you, like, sit there? Like, there are people that need comfort food, and they're emotional eaters. Their emotions uh, are connected to food in some way. Uh, I don't know. Is that weird to say? I don't I mean, know if I guess I'm gonna... You've never probably never thought about it. I've never ate a pint of ice. Well, here's the thing. I could be happy. Everything's going good. I'm eating a pint of ice cream. Like, so <laughs> like, I eat a pint of ice cream when I'm really happy or <laughs> sad. Does, so I just, if I want to eat a pint, I'm eating a pint. <laughs> I mean, I haven't done it in Matt, a long time. are you an emotional eater? I'm getting a pint of Ben Jerry's right after this. So yes. <laughs> Wait, what's your, fla- what's your like, What's your, your go-to? Oh, that's a tough question. It, it strikes me. Top two. I'm in the chunky monkey category. You see, I go, I go for usually like the caramelly ones. I love when Ooh. there's, I love when there's any graham crackers in it. Something that has like a textural Ooh. crunch. It's kind of we are giving you nothing but food porn right now, Ooh. you guys. <laughs> yes, that is a there, good ice cream choice. There, there's a uh, cinnamon bun one that's pretty Ooh. good. Wow. No. <laughs> oh. no, they used to have it was a limited edition Hagen dazs Yo, shout out! I need you to bring this back. It was a blueberry pie crumble. You heard that? Blueberry pie crumble so it was it was supposed to be like a pie but it had the like the crumbs the the graham cracker it was so good they had it for one summer and one summer only wow yes even if you like i've hidden this but i'm sure my archive ig i was so obsessed i took a picture it was at that phase yeah you don't really know what you're doing with your ig so everybody has one picture of like this when i'm eating look at this banana yeah here's a (laughs) random filter and 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 what a frame because yeah. we all were using frames at that point. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. yes. My go-to crumble. for haagen was, um, I used to do the, I used to do the most grimy thing to like, uh, so a couple of ex-boyfriends ago, my first white boy boyfriend, my first white boy boyfriend was a long time ago and um, he used to buy vanilla fudge haagen for me and I would eat all the fudge and just leave the vanilla. Like, um, I, I'd yeah. be like, nah, I just, I was in it for the fudge. Once I finished all the fudge, I would just leave this mound of vanilla like pointless mushy mess for him and i'd be like enjoy your ice cream you know cream. there is just vanilla ice cream i don't want vanilla ice cream i wanted the fudge, the fudge. from the vanilla fudge you don't and, like haagen dazs isn't even that good of vanilla it's really no, not it really no like but it. their fudge was on point <laughs> shout out to God, your fudge yeah, makers no. because that fudge i still remember i'm like i will still get that but i like there's wait i said chunky brand. monkey and you were talking haagen dazs that's ben and jerry sorry guys also okay. shout out to your fudge maker sounds really funny i know it does <laughs> wait, <what did laughs> shout out i said shout out to your, your fudge, fudge maker, maker. <laughs> guys pause <laughs> do i have to go pause hard pause yeah hard pause on that one guys <laughs> that's what a hard was because i didn't mean it like that i was strictly talking ice cream there's another uh ice cream thing that i fell in love with it's called talenti and they have a oh yeah dark chocolate peanut butter cup yes 
That I was know my exactly joy. what you're yes, talking about. It's delicious. It is so good. I am not an emotional eater. I'm like more of an emotional anorexic. When I'm upset, <laughs> I cannot eat. I won't eat when I'm upset. I will sit and I will just punish yourself. Punish myself. I won't. I'll be like, <laughs> I don't want joy right now. <laughs> I don't deserve. I don't joy. deserve the happiness of this cauliflower crust pizza. Which I don't even delicious. consider it though. Like if I'm hungry, I don't punish <laughs> myself. Like. I like how you're looking at me like, are you psychotic? <laughs> like, why? You can't have this. I'm like, have it, Catherine. It's good. It's okay. You're hungry. And my body would just reject it. Like, when I was a kid, if I would, like, get really upset and I would try to eat, I would start, like, I would gag. I would feel like I was going to throw up because my body would be like, you don't deserve happiness. Get this food well, away from me. You see, that makes sense for, like, you know, I, I've noticed kids who do that, but more as, like, a protest because their parents want them to eat. So if they're upset at the parent, they won't eat. I still never understood that. I was I've always been like a, a foodie, a, a gorda, all of it, because like straight up, there was nothing stopping me from eating unless I didn't like it. Yeah. Right. Like I didn't like cooked carrots growing up that I didn't eat. Mm-hmm. I would put them all. I would wait, put them all on the side, put them all in my mouth and then tell my mom I was, well, go, I'm going to the bathroom. And, and then, then run to the bathroom. I would do the same yeah. thing. I used to take it and put it in a napkin, all the food I didn't want to eat. And then I would go to the bathroom and I would flush it down the toilet. That was only after I got caught throwing it behind something like in the, because my mom <laughs> was sofa. slick. And I would like throw, but we always had dogs growing up. Oh, Damn dogs. They would always wrap me up. But like my mom knew I was throwing it. So then she would, she would not let me get up to go to the bathroom. Like yeah. I had to sit there. Which rightfully so, because once you find a bunch of rice behind like your old TV because your yeah. daughter doesn't want to eat it, of course you're not gonna let her get up and go anywhere. Was your were your parents strict about like finish your food? Because my mom oh, didn't play no games. Yes, yes, my parents were very strict about finish your food. Yeah, um, not so much now. Like if I'm no, full but as a kid. now, but as a kid, it was like I had to train myself as a grown up. Yeah, that if I'm done eating, I'm done eating because of that. Yes. yes. I had to be like, yo, you're finished. You're full. Yeah. But I would feel this obligation. It was actually a conversation that me and my husband had because he has that same thing where he hates being wasteful. People always like to say, I hate being wasteful. You're being gluttonous. You don't need to eat anymore, you weirdo. You're done eating. Stop eating. Yeah. You've done your damage to the plate. You're good. That's fine. But we have this thing in our head that we have to finish every single little bite from childhood yes i mean i'm sure there's other reasons but that is one of the like my mom was so serious about it i'll never forget this i had a cousin you know how like your cousins would come over and you had to eat all the same things you were at my house my mom's cooking but my cousin did not want to eat what we were having i don't remember what it was we spent the rest of the night like my cousin my mom was like you cannot get up until you eat what's on your plate she was making a point Mm. And we all had our entire evening. Like, I'm pretty sure we played, like, video games, all of this. My cousin did not move from that seat. This was a war, full war between my cousin and my mom until their parents came. And we probably ate, like, around 7 p.m. Their parents didn't get there until around 11.30. That's why my cousin stood there. It was That's how serious my mom was. But it was probably also her ego. Yeah, yeah. But this was the kind of stuff that made me be like, finish your food, though. Yeah. Finish your food all the time. And it's in your head. Yeah. Yeah. Then that stays with you for a long, long time. Do you have a specific um, comfort food? I went for ice cream earlier because that was the go-to. But, like, some people, their comfort food is, like, burgers and fries. Like Oh, you meant a meal? Yeah, like a meal or whatever. Because I was like, cheese. That doesn't, if uh, cheese is your comfort food, then that's your comfort food. Pasta. Pasta? Pasta. Yeah. With cheese. Pizza. Pizza <laughs> Pasta is mine for cheese. sure. My comfort food has to be, and I can't even have regular pizza, so it's got to be gluten-free or cauliflower crust Damn, pizza. Yeah, yeah. Pasta. The pizza for sure is my like comfort food. You know what? It would either be um, lasagna or um, shepherd pie. I've re- because shepherd pie is basically lasagna, but with potatoes. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> it's basically that. It's lasagna with potatoes. When That's a good way go, to, How yeah. do you make shepherd pie? The same way you make lasagna, but with potatoes. Just add potatoes. <laughs> Boom. Shepherd's pie. Just take, <laughs> it's all it, I mean, sometimes it has more vegetables. By the way, I'm sure a lot of people are like, why didn't Gina say tacos were her comfort? Tacos are my happy food. Yeah. 
tacos are every day yeah tacos are like literally like i can have tacos for breakfast lunch and dinner and be happy like i love tacos but when i need like when i want comfort food yeah like if i have one too many like drinks or something at night and i'm like i want food it's always pizza my go-to is always oh no for me see now you changed it up because yeah that's one thing drinky mcdrinkers then drinky well it depends what does what does she crave well you know we all have a drinky mcdrinker yeah, in us but you also gotta know what's open so if i had something that i already had in my house then i might have like a lasagna or something like that because i'm not gonna buy no lasagna from rite aid you know the ones in the frozen Ew, well, i'm not yeah, doing that no thank you i've done it but i'm not doing it <laughs> for me it's going to the bodega and um a bacon egg and cheese but because right? okay. you, you get a but you also might get something else you can get a philly cheesesteak you can depending get whatever on but your it's bodega. a bodega sandwich a bodega sandwich wow but when you want a cold sandwich because you gotta ask yeah you want yeah a hot sandwich or you want a cold sandwich yeah because sometimes you're in the mood for some cold cuts yeah did you call them cold cuts growing cold up cuts, or lunch yeah. meat cold cuts come on i think white people call them lunch meat did you Matt? call them cold cuts Cold cuts did See? you okay it's probably like, midwest okay because i feel like my husband calls it like uh lunch meat and I'm, I was like, that lunch sounds like meat. spam. Well, that's because <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't only eat it from lunch. Yeah. We was, ate it at the beach. Yeah, it was like cold cut. Yeah, but cold so you cut. do get what he means by that pretty clearly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 100%. <laughs> but if it's if it's cold, um, a cold sandwich, yeah. it's honey glazed turkey. Oh, girl, you went in on this one. Okay, Ew, gross. Okay, first I'm of sorry. all, can you please change the cheese just for this story nah, so nah, I don't nah, throw nah, up nah. in my That's mouth? That's like changing childhood. I it's cannot. It's the closest thing to government cheese, and you know what? <laughs> it has a place. It has a place in my heart. Although okay. I did used to love government cheese. Because it was delicious. It was delicious. It was all that cancer. Shout out to government cheese, you guys. <laughs> it, was <laughs> it was all that cancer. Was all, all the carcinogens all the that were in there. That's what it was. Let me finish my sandwich. No, because you said, you said American cheese. Honey glazed turkey, American cheese, lettuce, tomatoes, oil and vinegar, salt and pepper. No mayo. Take out the cheese. On a roll. Replace it. No. No. Replace it with mozzarella cheese. A provolone. Okay, I'll take provolone. provolone. All right, provolone. All right, I'll take a provolone. But provolone was, I was, come on. No little girl from Brooklyn was like, can I get provolone cheese? No. Yo, how many people did you know that were into monster cheese? Monster cheese. Monster cheese. (laughs) That's the only reason I knew about it. Yeah. Um... Not that many. I mean, that was a weird one it. for me. I never really got into it. Yeah. And provolone's not my favorite either. Not to talk no. smack about no cheeses, no. except for yellow cheese, which is of the devil. Um, let's just make let's make this clear. Yellow cheese is of the devil. You know, you talk so much crap about yellow cheese. I'm not gonna lie. I'd be looking at it different. Word. See, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. As soon as I give people my logic on yellow cheese. Yes. I've been looking at. It. I mean, don't get me wrong. Drunk Catherine's gonna oh, be like, yeah. you saw me go. Hold on, with drunk that. Gina has had plenty of yellow cheese Ooh. slices. Cause, but I hate myself after. Like one time on the Fluffy tour, we all went out drinking. Like, um, after one of the shows when we were in Fairbanks, and there was nothing open. We were all hungry after, so the only place that was open was Taco Bell. Um. And so we went to Taco Bell, and I got the only thing that a vegetarian can get at Taco Bell, which was a quesadilla. And that, of course, was yellow cheese. Yeah. We have a spider that's sneaking onto the table right now. What? Yeah, look at this. He's right there. He wants to be our guest. Um, Oh, this. Mina, right here. Yeah. Hi, Mr. Spider. Can you not be on the desk (laughs) right now, please? (laughs) Because I just battled a beetle in the bathroom. He really is getting close to the other mic. He's getting close to the headphones and the mic. Look at this. He's slowly lowering. Look, he is. Oh, my God, Matt. He's going to kill us. Please get him off the headphones. (laughs) Matt, murder him. Get a gun. I don't care. Look, he's on the. Oh, wow. Matt just legit. Wow. okay first of all we have to discuss how fearless matt just was right now what he went up to the spider and just gripped him up and threw him to the ground yeah oh my goodness that was pretty that was pretty gangster yeah you won that fight thank you matt (laughs) (laughs) matt you won that fight seriously we're gonna move on to our dear gina right now uh this is an interesting one Catherine. um I, i can't wait to get your feelings on this because okay um this is this is something else. Dear Gina, my partner had a dream that I cheated on them with an ex of mine that I'm still friends with. They're acting like it's no big deal, but I think they feel some type of way. Thoughts? Wow. Okay. So <laughs> just the, this is uh so you're friends with your ex. I'm friends with a couple of exes, so I can't even talk smack about people that are friends with their exes. Um, but when your current man or your current partner is having dreams that you are sleeping with your ex 
maybe it's time to talk to your partner and learn how to express yourself more mm. because they may be feeling a little bit of insecurity. It's not necessarily that your partner thinks that you're going to cheat on them or that you're planning on cheating on them, but they may be feeling insecure about whether or not you were 100% in this with them or mm. not. And maybe that's what needs to be addressed in that situation. I love breaking down dreams like this, but, um, in, in ways that aren't the obvious ways. Like the obvious way would be like, oh my God, you want to sleep with your ex. You, you probably gave this person a vibe or whatever that you want to sleep with your ex and now they're thinking that. That's not necessarily true. That's the insecure way. Exactly. Yeah. That's the insecure way of going about it where you're like, oh my God, did I give this person this vibe that I was that way? Yeah. That's not necessarily what's happening because I've had several dreams that were weird, like dreams of my myself being chased or fighting people or whatever. And you look up those meanings, you go to dream books and it often is interpreted as the opposite of what you thought, which is why you shouldn't take this dream to mean that your relationship is in peril in any way. I think you should open the lines of communication to make sure that your partner feels loved and supported. The one who had the dream? The one who had the dream. Because that may be showing their insecurities and whether or not you are in this with them. That's what I think it speaks to. I mean, I agree. I agree that that's what the person who didn't have the dream should consider. Yeah. Right? But at the same time, the fact that they brought it to you, like the fact that they said it mm -hmm. means, oh, so you felt some type of way. Yeah, you the fact that you can't tell me, you can't bring up an issue or no. bring up something like that and then be like, yeah, but it's like no big deal. It clearly no. is because you yeah. could have just kept that dream to yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you could have just yeah. not told me and lived in your own world with it. Yeah. But when somebody tells you something like that. It was on your mind. It was on your mind. And yeah. you do have to still handle that carefully. Because right. you don't know why it was on their mind. Was it on their mind because it made them sad? Or was it on their mind because it made them angry? Because those are two different moods to have to deal with. And you need to differentiate between, am I dealing with an angry person? Or I'm dealing with a really hurt person. And some people would argue that the angry person is still a really hurt person. You see, and, yeah, and you also have to understand who the partner is and where your relationship is. Because I've been with people who, in my opinion, if that situation would have came up and they would have brought it up, I'm very like, I want to break it down. I want to talk about it. I want to know how we can work on this. But I point out problems. Like, I'll be like, okay, well, did you feel some way about that? Yeah. Right now, if you with somebody who goes, no, no, I didn't feel no way about it. I'm the type to go. So then why bring it up? Yeah. You see how that, but to some people that could start a fight. Of course. Yeah. That's like, like but I feel you're like with. you're a good communicator. Yeah. Whereas like. I don't have very good reactions to stuff like that. I can either come across as dismissive where I'm like, oh, it's nothing. Like if you said, mm, yeah, it's nothing. Or I can come across as defensive, dismissive or defensive. When I'm like, why would you feel that way? Why, why, why would you even have that dream? Yeah. Like I, I have to work on being less accusatory when stuff like that happens. Because mm. for me, that would set me off. Oh, that would set me off. Like, why are you bringing this to me as if I've done something wrong? Yeah, I might question it. It's not like set me off, but I might be like, um, cool. OK, what was it about? Yeah. I want I want to know. And then, you know, I I might ask you the therapist question. Well, how does that make you feel? Yeah. Would you, because by the you way, brought it up as cliche as it sounds is my favorite question that my therapist asked. Yeah. How does that make you feel? Because I never, ever think about how a situation makes me feel. Oh, yeah. I just feel it in the moment. I never sit back and think, well, what did I feel in that moment? I Whatever it is, whatever emotion it is in that moment, I just go through it. And then in retrospect, when I go back to how I felt, sometimes my reaction is the opposite of my emotion. Yeah. Meaning that sometimes I'll be sad, but my reaction will be angry. Because that's your Aries. It is. Yeah. We talked about, I'm first of all, we're obsessed with charts now. Yeah. It's ever since we got like, what was it? Co-star? Is it Co-star? Co-star and the pattern. Yeah. Um, those two in conjunction with each other. We are obsessed with yeah. astrology and charts. And by the way, I, I meant to tell you this. Uh -huh. um, I feel like it's a very good conversation. First of all, I'm going to put that in parentheses. <laughs> Por well, put a pin in that. Parentheses, whenever I see them in something, I feel like those are the whispers of the grammar world. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, like it's like when it's in parentheses. The whole sentence is loud. And yes. Then, Wait a minute. <laughs> like I went to the store. The one that I always go to. Like it's like. Oh, <laughs> is it your inner thought? Yeah. I feel like that's my inner thoughts. Aww. But what I meant to tell you is that when I was explaining. So I did my husband's chart. 
Um, I oh. would have to look at my phone to read yeah. it, so I'm not going to read the but chart But do you know now. his main three? Um, I do not off the top of my head. I would have to, like, look at his chart, but he's very, very Sag. Oh. Um, <laughs> he's a Sagittarius. And, like, when, we, when I did his chart, he was very much of that a- attitude of, like, well, you know I don't believe that stuff. Yeah. And I used the Catherine Mendoza explanation <laughs> for how this stuff works. I turned to him and I said, do you believe that the moon... Yeah. can affect people's moods or the moon even just scientifically the moon affects the water so if the moon can affect the water why would you think that the other planets or and even the moon have any af- wouldn't have any effect on us on our biology being that we are mostly water. mostly water right so when i gave that explanation it was the first time and i said that, i said look Catherine, explain it to me like this and he went that makes a lot of sense. Like there was no <laughs> arguing it, and I was like, hey, hey, "Now give me your phone so I can do your chart." Like, <laughs> now I'm gonna read you. <laughs> now that I've got you, <laughs> I can deliver rope down to this. Oh yeah, <laughs> I w- I'm gonna spend the next ten minutes going. Oh, that because another sense. way that you could look at it, if if you can't even look at the planetary thing, and like, what about personality assessment? Yeah. When people are breaking down personalities, yeah. you could easily argue that that's like doesn't make any sense. You could easily argue against what personality type, but you don't because you look at it as a legitimate science. Yeah. So you won't argue it. This is literally just personality profiling based. I'm not doing good with words today <laughs> based on your astrological chart. Yeah. But people hear astrology and all they think of is like when you would open up the daily news and you'd see your like random, like generic, like you're in Aries today. Someone might make you mad, yeah. <laughs> like something like that. And you'd be like, oh, this was right. I got so mad today. Right. I mean, for me, like what you said earlier about like your favorite question is how do you feel today? Yes. from your therapist. Right. For me, my favorites are not about feelings because I'm so good with understanding my feelings, with feeling feelings and then communicating them that's just like the person that I am, that it has to be a little bit more grounded, the yeah. question for me. Like one, que- we won't go into this, but I will say what the question was. Okay. Um, I had spoken about starting dating and um, the experience on Hinge. And with every explanation I gave her with every different guy, she asked me the question, well, why are you on Hinge? And I gave her an answer. I don't, I don't want to get into it, but yeah. I gave her an answer. And she goes, right, right, right. No, I hear you. But why are you on Hinge? And then I realized I'm giving her every answer that wasn't the actual answer. That is not about my feelings. It's about my actions. Mm -hmm. And I could I could um, I can almost like mask it with like, well, I'm on Hinge because I feel blah, 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 Mm -hmm. blah. But she's not asking me about my feelings. No. She's asking me about my reasoning. Yeah. Your purpose. What is the purpose for you being on Hinge? And I think you live very almost always in that purpose and that action yeah. right and so for you it when somebody's getting introspective it's on your feelings that's when you're like huh i don't think of these things I Where with yeah. me i know my actions i right i know what i'm doing but i know that when i'm doing something that i don't really want to pay attention to she calls it out yeah and she gets me away from like no girl you're you're circling a topic by telling me how you feel about the topic. Yeah. Not the actual topic. Not the actual purpose of what we're discussing, yeah. which is really, really interesting yeah. when, you, when you break down something like that. Like, why are you doing the things you're doing? Like, it's like, I had this th- talk with my therapist. So, like, I love my therapist, um, even though he's on vacation all of Always. August. So, like, oh, just all of August. So, I'm I'm going to be a hot mess for August. The August podcast will be me just venting <laughs> to everybody about my life since I can't talk to my therapist. And so, he was going on vacation. So, in our last session, and I never, ever, ever have any physical contact with my therapist. I don't shake his hand. I don't hug him. I don't mm-hmm. nothing there's something about it immediately that wall went up where there was no physical contact from day one i did not want to shake his hand i did not want to hug him nothing i just sat down and started talking um so for his um when he when i left the session the last time i was like in my head i I had to hype myself up to give him a hug and tell him to have a nice vacation and literally when i went in for the hug it was so robotic 
it was just like I was I was moving towards him and I was like, okay, all right, it's coming. Like I was like, I'm I'm coming in <laughs> for the hug. Go. It literally it looked like I was like, this is emotion. I am showing vulnerability. Come hug me, therapist so man. <laughs> like it, he he like hugged me and I was like, this is affection. This is good. This and, is- he, and he was like, yes. Now maybe you can relax a little bit because I can feel <laughs> your body tensing. I was so tense and I, I couldn't. It's so weird because I could be so overly affectionate with yeah. so many people. Yeah. But that wall immediately went up with him and I'm desperate to try to break it. Yeah. Because I can tell, like, every every time I would leave his office, it was like, what, are we going to chest bump? Like, we have nothing. We have no sign-off. I just get a up and I just off. go, all right, I'm Oh, mine leaving. is the same. I know my sign-off. Yeah, what do you do? I look at the couch to make sure I didn't leave anything. But I always make this. I, I say it the same But do you, like, way? shake your therapist's hand or no, hug her or something? No, I use the, I use the um, hand sanitizer. I take a tissue. I look at the couch and I go, did I leave anything? Because I've left stuff. Oh, of course. And then I go, so next time, same time. Yeah. Like this happens every <laughs> single time. And she's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, okay, get out. <laughs> and there's some uh-huh, other poor bye. unfortunate soul in the hallway like, help me. <laughs> and I'm like, wait your turn. <laughs> wait your turn. I'm taking my napkin. Oh, my God. You know what my I hate tissue. during therapy? When somebody knocks. Like they knock on the door. Yes, that and has happened patient, before. Oh my, wait your turn, sir. Or when they buzz, like in my therapist's office, they'll buzz and you'll hear the buzzer. <sighs> I hate it. And I'll be like, did I give a wrong answer? Yeah. <laughs> like, no. I, eh, oh, I was wrong in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> eh, eh. Oh no, that's just the buzzer. Never you mind. See, for me, I'm not going to like that sometimes because you know, I only get 45 minutes. Sometimes, me too. <laughs> yeah, sometimes she gets like a phone call. And she got two phones. I don't know which, I, you know, like her personal and whatever. Your is a drug dealer. <laughs> that's, what yo, she got, that's a hustle, yo. She, she, um, she'll sometimes get a call. She never picks up the call. But sometimes it'll ring and then she goes, excuse me. And she has to go to the phone and look at the phone and she might read something on the phone. And while she's doing this, my brain is going. So we're adding two minutes onto my yeah, time. Right? So you're going to make this up to me, right? <laughs> Oh my goodness! I, one I time I tried about. to do so. I will do Skype sessions with my therapist when Lucky. I'm not there. And one time I was in an airport and I was trying to do a Skype session with my therapist. And like ten minutes into it, we were both like, "That we can't. I can't do this." Like I was, it, I was landing at LaGuardia. Yeah. And I was trying to do a Skype session that turned then into a phone call session yeah. because I couldn't Skype. So I was just on the phone with my therapist, like in a car, like, I don't know what's going on with my life. You can turn here. Thanks. <laughs> like this, like it was so awkward. And I was like, let's never do that again. Like, and even my therapist was like, yeah, that was not, that was that not was a not. good, that was not a good one. Like nothing. I hate when I have those sessions in therapy where I feel like nothing gets accomplished. Where I feel like I just came and talked at my therapist for the entire 45 minutes and then just walked out being like, I didn't, there was like a whole thing I wanted to get through or, or ask for real advice on. That's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. That I, I, I can tend to like go in there, rant. Um, I've learned to ask questions in between my rants. So I have, even when I have no purpose going in, like I will talk about, I don't know, um, dating. Right. Again, this is what we've we've been working on recently. So that's what I'm going to talk about. Um, (laughs) She we will talk about that. And I notice most of the time I'm kind of talking to her almost like a homegirl. Yeah. um, Because it allows me to be very much myself, which sometimes she just be dying laughing because I'll say it the way I'll say it to you. Yes. I'll be like, like y'all do not even understand the full magnitude of how funny Catherine is. It's my savagery. It's it's, 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 she is a savage. This is true. But she's just so funny in everything she says. Like you just create these phrases that make us like people are always they're loving the walking psych. They're loving stuff like that. Like she just you're you're so funny when you (laughs) and even when you're frustrated, you can be very funny. Yeah, I just make observations that are like ridiculous. Yeah. Most of the time. And so she'll laugh. But then I notice, oh, shoot, we're not working on anything. Yes. So I'll find the actual problem that I have with whatever that situation is or the issue I have. And I'll pose it as a question in between a rant. So if I'm talking about dating and then I'll go. So like um, with this person, what do you think about them doing this? Mm Because I'm unsure. So I make sure to ask her those things so that she will then you know, actually give me an opinion. And those opinions lead to new conversations. They lead to yeah. like, and she has used them to go, 
well, you know, not with the dating stuff, but with other stuff, work stuff. She'll go, um, well, you did mention this about your childhood. Like she will remember those things. See, that's the thing we're getting into now with my therapist. It's so great. We're I'm, starting to go into my childhood now. Yeah. And not, I've never seen my therapist more hype <laughs> than when we started delving into my, like he sat forward in his chair. Oh, yeah. And like was ready to get into because it. That's when now, now they get to know you. Yes. They're like, well, now they get to know me, all the stuff you vent about. They, they get to know where all of this the comes foundation. from. Yes. yes, the foundation that built this neurotic yes. <laughs> being in front of you. Yes. Um, he is so hyped to get into. Oh, my, yeah. He's really excited about getting into my child. And he, the first day, it was very much like, well, how do you feel? Yeah. How do you feel about how did that make you feel yeah. when this and this happened? How did that make you feel? And I'm just like, I don't. I was five. <laughs> like I don't. I'm. I guess I can try to remember how I felt. Like I literally have to sit there and go back in time and think of the memory and be like, what did I feel? Which, honestly, as much of a pain in the butt as it sounds, it really has helped me realize wow. so many different things. And a lot of people are scared to, like, delve into their childhood mm -hmm. because it can be pretty scary territory. Not me. Uh -uh. I'm fascinated by it. I all the feels. Yeah. I, I will go in going, so here's all of my, my trauma. <laughs> here's how I feel about it. And then we're going to tell you where we currently are. So I feel all of my feelings. Like, I really feel all of my feelings. I feel it to the point where it's like I understand it and yeah. I bring it to the table. But now, mind you, I've been doing therapy since I was a kid. So wow, I, really? Is it, has it been the same therapist? No. Uh-uh. Okay. No, I started therapy in, like, family therapy when mm -hmm. I was, like, a kid kid. So it was me, my mom, and my sisters. Yeah. And then I got my own therapist as a teenager that my mom, like, got for me. And then in my early 20s, I had another therapist. And this therapist that I have actually was my couples therapist in my former relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You were saying. Because <laughs> I, I, I'm loving that you're talking about your, um, your therapy and how long you've been in therapy. Yeah. I mean, it's. Because I didn't know you had been in therapy since you were a kid. To, to some degree. Yeah. But I think that's the important part of like understanding therapy. A lot of people know about therapy and have this idea of what therapy is. But you have to understand it as to what's your goal and what yeah. is the goal of the actual therapy in itself. And knowing who you're actually um, talking to, what their specialties are. Yeah. Like my, my lady, she specializes in um, child and family issues. Oh, interesting. Right. So okay. that's what we were going to talk about. Yeah. In order to get into like the now stuff. Did you start right away with your childhood or did it take you a while to like get into it? Because it's taken me a really long time to get into my childhood. With me and her one on one? Yeah. Um, no. Okay. But that's because I started using her um, during a breakup. So did I. That's so crazy. Yeah. We both we both ended up going to therapy because of a yeah, breakup. Yeah, because of a breakup. Yeah. Except she was our therapist. Oh. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> the plot thickens. <laughs> yeah, she was our couples therapist. I'm like, and that's the big reveal. No, here's the thing. She was his therapist. Okay. He brought me into his sessions to become couples therapy. And then he was like, therapy's not real. And I was like. No, he didn't. To a degree. But he never said it like that. She just knew he was fizzling out of it. Yeah. So I didn't have insurance and she had offered me um, free sessions because she, I think she was like, girl. She was like, she was like, we Molly, discuss this. you in danger, girl. <laughs> oh, I love when you do that. <laughs> Molly, you, you in danger, danger, girl. <laughs> she hit you right. with the his whoopee. Name, yeah. His name is Willie Lopez. He's from the Bronx. <laughs> he's, <Latin. laughs> he's Puerto Rican. It's That's actually a Catherine's ex-boyfriend's <laughs> name, guys. Willie Lopez. Willie Lopez from the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great everybody's gonna be looking for Willie Lopez now to Please, like Willie. interview him and be like what's Catherine like in a relationship yeah that's nuts so I'm I'm enjoying the delving into my past like yeah and here's the thing I think a lot of people are intimidated by it because they swear that there's the, there's a stigma of my therapist is gonna make me hate my parents you can yeah. understand where your parents weren't perfect and still love them. You can understand where they drop the ball because they are humans. They're going to mess up here and there. They're gonna they're gonna screw up just like I would if I if I had a kid. I, there's no way I know everything perfect. Mm -hmm. 
But people are afraid to talk about their childhood in therapy. They're afraid to even get into therapy because God forbid they hear something terrible about their parents. They won't be able to cope. And that for me is such a detriment to yourself. Yeah. The more I look into my childhood, the more I understand where my trauma comes from, where my issues come from. And the more I understand my parents. Yeah. The more I look at them as people, not yeah. just parents. Mm -hmm. Now, I've looked at my parents as people for like a long time, which helps me in therapy when we go over things like, oh, like you have this issue. Let's look. Well, let's go way back into your childhood to see. <laughs> back, way back, in, back in the day <laughs> <laughs> to, to when you were a child, when you were little, Gina. <laughs> and that's what it goes. <laughs> exactly. Memory. I know. I want that. I want that. What was that? Um from was it wayne like, world yeah yeah <laughs> I love that little sound of it and then it goes back to my childhood and it's just me looking the exact same it's just you in a little girl dress like <laughs> it's just my face i'm just in a little girl dress and i'm like i want a lollipop and somebody's like no, no. and i'm like now i have abandonment issues or whatever and i walk away and that's what everybody like, now i'm an emotional eater <laughs> no that is yes. why that's why i'm that's not why an emotional eater nobody gave me a lollipop when I was sad, you bastards! I broke you it. Not? I I Dead. accept all major insurances. <laughs> Catherine is my new therapist, <laughs> officially my new therapist. This is the second time today somebody has said that to me, and I was like, I accept all major insurances and Venmo, mostly yes. Venmo, mostly Venmo, please. Venmo me, ho. Um, it was <laughs> that was pretty. That was pretty amazing. How you put that together? If somebody had only given me a donut when I was sad, maybe I'd be an emotional eater instead of an emotional. Animal. Anorexic. <laughs> Imagine if that was my biggest. But it's such a first world problem yep. to have. How come I don't eat when I'm sad? <laughs> like, oh, like everyone else. Why can't I be like everybody else and just <laughs> eat a bunch of bad stuff when I'm upset? I can't. I just I I can't do it. <laughs> Kudos to you, emotional eaters yeah. out there, or you just like Catherine, who oh, just, just eaters. always eating. It's eaters. Come on. All the time. We've talked a lot about food. We have had a lot of fun in this episode. I want to thank you guys for joining us. Before we get out of here, Catherine, tell the lovely people where they can find you. I was yawning. Oh, I'm um, sorry. You weren't prepared. I was not prepared. Do you prepared. me do the remix? No. <laughs> do you want me to bring it back? <laughs> 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 Catherine, tell the lovely people where they can find you. <laughs> Um, on in exclusively on Instagram. Exclusively now. <laughs> oh, because because you're not it. saying it's sad anymore. No, 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 exclusively. Well, because once I figured out I could use exclusive, <laughs> I was like exclusively on Instagram <laughs> at Catherine G dot Mendoza. You want the spelling? Yes, please. At K A T H E R I N E G dot M E N D O C A. You cannot see me shoulder bopping to Catherine. <laughs> really just know is. every time she spells out her name, I shoulder bop a little bit to it because yeah. I can't help it. Because in your head, you're hearing, am I? I am, I am, I am. I'm hearing the Mickey Mouse thing. <laughs> I, okay, guys, you know where to find me. You guys can find me at, at GBrion on Instagram. The website is GinaBrion.net. Check it out to see if I'm coming to a city near you check out my hbo special easily offended on all hbo platforms august 16th at 9 30 please keep up with me online i always like to sign off the show with a saying my mom said to me growing up whenever i was going through stuff in life she would always say take it one catastrophe at a time so take that with you guys take it one catastrophe at a time we gonna be all right i'll see you next time deuces do it like that. Yeah. You the kind of chick that's ready to fight back. Yeah. Looks damn good, but really she type bad. Mm -hmm. Go to sleep, I call him a nightcap. Born killer, you a born killer. Mm. Go on, get him. Go on, go on, get him. Mm.